With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Hello and welcome to Steelers Today. He's Dale Lawley. I'm Dan Kovacvich. We're from DK Pittsburgh Sports. And the Steelers lost this game by a score of? 26-17. And it just, I don't know, Dale, it never felt that close to me. Even uh, when it was closer. You know, it's not like the Raiders completely outplayed the Steelers in this game. I thought a couple of plays here and there went uh, Las Vegas's way. Uh, you know, the Steelers uh, defensively in this game we're missing obviously a lot of pieces here and I think as the game wore on the Raiders started to figure some things out the Steelers were taking away Darren Waller and working really hard to take Darren and they, Waller and they away. did and they did yeah. uh, and then you saw the, the deep pla- the deep pass uh, that they hit to Henry Ruggs uh, took advantage of that Steelers aggressiveness to take Darren Waller out of the game got Minka Fitzpatrick to, to bite underneath uh, on, on Waller and they threw the ball over his head can't happen in that situation it was third and ten the momentum had changed a little bit. Uh, you know, Carr just heaves a pass up off of his back foot and throws it as Under far as pressure. He can. Under pressure. Under pressure. Yeah. And, and it's like just before that, I started thinking about how much the Steelers had missed pressure. And then they went and they got it on that sequence. And Carr just, look, I, I'm going to go to bat for the Raiders here. Okay. That play is pretty spectacular. And if it's Pittsburgh that makes that play, that's all anybody'd be talking about. Okay, is the is the tremendous work of the quarterback and and the speed of Ruggs. Wow. Oh, he's I mean Ruggs oh, is a four he's a four three guy. I mean okay. that's that's what he does. So yes, there are ways to defend it. Make a c- comeback and, and help and not bite. Although again, the guy he was coming in on had twenty one targets it was, last it week. It was a well designed play by the yeah, Raiders. Sometimes it was really you tip, well done. You tip your cap to the other team. They have coaches too. They and, do, and, they and that was a stuff. really good play and that was even better executed considering I thought the Steelers, at least up front, really defended it well by getting to Carr as, as fast as they did. You know, there's gonna be a lot of different moments that people will look at in this game. Uh, or decisions. And I know what the reflex is. The reflex is almost always, what did Tomlin do wrong? Uh, And I'm hearing and and reading already on social media a lot about the fourth and one, uh, the decision to punt. And you asked Tomlin about that. I did, and, you know, he said he considered going for it there. But that didn't hurt them. That didn't lose the game for them. That that 61-yard touchdown pass, that lost the game for them. Uh, you know, in that situation, the Steelers got a stop after the fourth and one. They got the ball back, and they went down and kicked a field and goal. And kicked the field goal, which was the score that they were going to get. One, they needed two scores, and they got one of them. Uh, ben Roethlisberger had 
kind of an interesting answer whenever he was asked about fourth and one, do you want to go for it? Uh, do, are you at a position yet in your career, was asked of him, where you can you know, overrule the coach or whatever, which is a preposterous question. Yeah. Uh, but Ben but Ben said, well, not when the punt team is coming on, which was Ben's way of saying I'm not the head coach. Uh, I know that a, a couple of people in the room, myself included, asked Ben stuff about decisions that were made. And Ben asked, or Ben came back with, I'm I'm not the head coach and I'm not the offensive coordinator. Now, Dale, there's going to be people who read that as if it's going to be some yeah. sort of mutiny on his part. He's actually just answering the question. Truthfully. Actually, yeah, yeah that's, that's all there is to it. Um, is there anything that you saw that, that you saw that might have been a, you know, because let's be fair here because we were praising the coaches last week in Buffalo. You know, was this a, was this a coaching game? Not really. I mean, again, you're, you're down four defensive starters in this game. Two of which you went into the game knowing you wouldn't have. Then like you the lose four of your best, and you lose you lose T.J. Watt, you lose Joe Hayden, you lose Devin Bush, uh, you know Tyson Alulu up your middle, up the middle, you know. Yet so you have a lot of young guys playing in this football game, and young guys make young guy mistakes, and that's what I saw out there today. Uh, you know, you heard Mike Tomlin talk about it after the game. You know, once attrition set in, that's what that means, folks. Once attrition set in, guy, there were some mistakes made. Young guys were making young guy mistakes out there. And, and Tomlin did say, we have to do a better job of coaching them up so that those young guy mistakes don't happen. But they did happen. It's week two. You don't expect to go into a, a, a game in week two and lose four defensive starters, essentially in the first quarter. Yeah, and you know, and this isn't to pick on a rookie here, okay? But when you're looking out there in the fourth quarter and you see Isaiah Loudermilk Logging uh, serious snaps. At the, at the left edge of the line, whenever you really, 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 really needed to get the football back, that kind of tells you where this was headed uh, from the attrition yeah. standpoint. I mean, they had to bump Cam Hayward into nose tackle late in that game because Isaiah Bugs was nicked up a little bit and, and couldn't get out there. So and Cam, by the way, if you're wondering <laughs> about his impact, he got doubled all through the second half, which yeah. again, it doesn't take a genius. It, it can only take a John Gruden even to figure that yeah, out. Right. That you, that, you know, that you just uh, that guy right there can hurt me. None of these other players can hurt me, so I'm just going to go cover him. Um, I, I just don't see this one as being about coaching, uh, and that's not to sound like you know because we cover the team or whatever else. It's just that it's look when the coaches screw up, you will hear about it here. You will read about it on our site. I just don't think they were much of a factor. I just think it's a lot easier to blame coaches. Oh, it's always easier to blame coaches. You, know, you like the players. Yeah. You have the players' posters are on your wall. You follow them on social media and everything, and, and it's easy to like the players. Yeah, well, it's easy to, you know, well, I do this on Madden, and, and when I do this on Madden, it works. But you had five, you could, you could hit pause and decide what you're going to do, go up and get a sandwich and come back and then, and then run your play. You have to make these these decisions within 30 seconds on the, you know, it's, it's not an easy job. Uh, I'm not making excuses for the coaches. I don't think they need any excuses made for them this game. They lost the football game. Well, I'm going to throw one coach. I'm going to roll one coach at least a little bit uh, under the bus myself here. I, I thought that there were situations where this offense needed to get four or five yards and Ben would get himself some time or the offense would get him time. And Dale, all the wide receivers are from here to the point fountain I'm looking at over there. Well, I think they were trying to take advantage of some stuff at the Raiders show. And the Raiders aren't great in the secondary. Uh, You know, we saw Roethlisberger trying some some downfield throws. 
Um, but come back to the football. But guy's got to make plays. But, I mean, Chase Claypool had two big drops today. He's got to come down with those balls. He just has to. He does. Yeah, there's got to be more of a, of a combat factor with him. But I'm talking about just coming back to the football. You know, And that can be scripted, Dale. That but can be sure put can into be. the route tree. But that's the same situation when they run four guys deep and they have a, another player running a crosser and, and the quarterback checks it down and then everybody says, why are they running play short of the sticks? Because everything was covered down the field. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, but I just think, look, yeah, look, whatever, wherever the stick is, go one yard past it. When we come back, more from Heinz Field. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Welcome back to Steelers Today. He's Dale Lawley. I'm Dan Kovacevic. And the, we talked about attrition and we talked about injuries and we talked about their impact on this game. The fact is, Dale, uh, especially the Tyson Alulu injury, uh, even it's Tom, long-term. It's yeah. long-term. You're looking it's at a fractured probably, ankle. Probably six to eight weeks. Um, and, and it He's going to miss half the season. He's going to miss, yeah, half the season. You know, we'll, we'll see about the other guys. Groin injuries can be tricky. I, you know, we don't know. Is it a tear? Is it a strain? What you know? Groins, groins yeah. are, in addition to being like really hard to determine because they have percentage tears. Well, they'll tell you that all all athletes' groins are torn in some form. Correct. It's just the degree, the percentage. So, unless they're getting in there with MRIs or whatever, not to freak everybody out and I'm here. sure they will <laughs> but you've got to you, you're going to have a hard time telling exactly when someone's going to be back or how much it'll linger because groin injuries do linger and they affect your effectiveness and your explosiveness your ability to change direction all that stuff and listen to who we're talking about with the groin injuries TJ Watt Devin Bush and Joe Hayden all three of them with similar injuries here and those are three guys that you need to be explosive. They can't just go out there and, you know, kind of like, eh, I'm feeling kind of okay. Well, I think you can do some things. You know, it's one thing when that happens in game and you only have so many players to, to lean on in those situations. Uh, you know, when you scheme things up during the week, you know, if you look at those injuries, Bush and Hayden were both on Friday after the game plan is kind of put together. Uh Watt goes out, in the, you know, after the first quarter and isn't, you know, isn't back in there. Alulu was hurt in the first quarter, so you're making those in-game changes. Uh, you know, you're basically running 
the game plan that you had because you can't completely change it up with guys who aren't to the level of the players that you're missing. So you can do some things schematically uh, knowing that you're not going to have those guys available that give you a better chance to win. So I, I think the defense, you know, maybe they get one or two or three, even three of those guys back uh, for the game against the Bengals next week. Maybe they get none of them. Yeah. We'll find out. Yeah. Uh, but I think they'll have a much better game plan with if they're not back, you know, because you can scheme around that a little bit. And we'll be remiss if not pointing out that Deontay Johnson hurt his knee on the very last snap Again, yeah. of the game. And look, at least with Deontay, you know who would come in and replace him. It's right. James Washington. What about the rest of this group? I mean, with TJ, Melvin Ingram obviously ascends to a starting role. But who's your third rotational edge rusher? Well, it's is it Jameer, Jameer Jones? It's Jameer Jones, but I think, you know, the thing that you have to look at is, is, is say, okay, I know they wanted to do this rotation to keep everybody fresh. Well, now you're, you're going to be three games into this thing. Your starters have to play 80% of the snaps. I mean, there was a, a series that I, they started – uh, where the, the you know the, the Raiders got the ball midfield, and I noted and I think Watt had already been hurt, but Cam Hayward's not out there to start the series. The, the Raiders have the ball like the forty. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? They just held the football for like yeah. the entire end of the first quarter yeah. and, and and into the you know I'm like, yeah. he's plenty. You know, Cam Hayward's plenty rested at this point. Get him out on the field. So uh, you know, I think the rotation stuff. Yeah, they might have taken. The they might have taken this the whole standard is a standard thing a little too far with some of the usages. Uh, and beyond that, Hayden, the corners, you know? I mean, it's, it's going to come down to Juan Pierre. It's going to come down to Cam Sutton. Um, I don't think – I mean, we were singing about Cam Sutton last week. I don't know that he played his greatest game here. Um, it, it's going to be – it's, it's going to be tough, you know? And never mind the inside linebackers, plural, because you're, you're out there now with – you know, you're, Robert Spillane, I mean, he had an impact, and I mean that in the most literal sense of the term, more than once. When he hits you, you're you're already playing next Sunday, okay, where you aren't. Yeah. Uh, and so he, he did that, but at the same time, without e- either of us having had the opportunity to go back through the film, I'm going to guess that a big part of Derek Carr's day was because he didn't have to encounter some of these guys uh, including Bush in pass coverage. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Obviously, T- not having T.J. Watson impact. Uh, you know, he is one of the top five defenders in, in the NFL. When you don't have him out there, I don't care how good the other guys are, you're just not as good. Uh, and when he's not out there 100% of the, you know, or even 75% of the time, he played 80, 80% of the snaps last week against the Bills. Uh, you're bringing Jameer Jones in, uh you know, I like Jameer Jones. I think that he has, you know, some potential, but not as a guy who I want to see out there for 40 snaps. You know, that's just the reality of the situation. It's just not going to be as good. Um, and it goes beyond that. You know, we talked in the first segment about, you know, how much uh, Cam Hayward was being paid attention, how much attention was being paid to him. Mm-hmm. It's because T.J. Watt's not in the other side oh, pushing. Yeah. So yeah. it makes a huge difference. And, and, oh, by the way, you're also missing Stephon Tuitt. Can't forget that. Can't forget that. Um yeah, they, they the Steelers got hit hard here, and, and maybe harder even than the result. I mean, we'll see how this stuff uh, shapes up, but the best thing that could happen for the Steelers over the course of the coming week is that they can find legitimately good news on on one or more of these fronts, but especially TJ. It's just such a different team without him. Thanks to everybody for watching. We'll have another Steelers today on Tuesday after the Mike Tomlin press conference.